0: is that the same robe you got me kelly oh kelly oh my god you're listening to the my lips aren't sealed podcast hey hey what is up you guys welcome back to the my lips aren't sealed podcast i'm your host kimberly cobb and thanks so much for listening uh Before I get started, thank you so much to everybody who has subscribed to me on YouTube or given me a five-star review or followed me on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It means so much to me, guys. Like, such a big deal. I see all the engagement and I love it. Um, I've also noticed that my Instagram following has really been going up. And, of course, that's in direct correlation with Season 3 being out, but... It's really special to see my audience growing and see our family growing. And I just wanted to say thank you to all the OG followers and welcome to all of the new ones, especially if this is your first time listening. What's up? Uh, Happy to have you here. Uh, And then an extra big thank you to anybody who has supported me so far by sending me donations to my Cash App. My Cash App handle is in the bio. Um, description of this podcast as well as all the bios of any social media profile I have basically donating helps me continue on with this podcast it allows me the you know extra help I need to continue creating fun content for you guys and I really appreciate the support it means so much to me and whether it's one dollar or five or twenty anything helps uh But at the end of the day, if if you just subscribe, that in itself means so much to me. Uh, And again, I'm always trying to improve my podcast and come up with new and exciting things to talk about with you guys. So if you have suggestions or recommendations, please send me a DM either to my personal Instagram account, which is at Kimberly Cobb or to my podcast Instagram account, which is at my lips aren't sealed podcast I'm, insider tip, more likely to respond to my podcast Instagram account because my personal one, it's just been getting flooded lately and not because I'm the most popular girl in the world. I just, uh, it's a lot to manage. And for those of you who don't know, uh, I don't have a manager. I don't have an assistant or anything. So I am fully responsible for planning my content, uh, you know, creating my photography. It's me and my tripod. Everything I do is, you know, and I have girlfriends that help me shoot pictures and stuff too, but when it comes to creating the content, distributing it onto YouTube and Twitter and Facebook and TikTok and Pinterest, like everything, it's, it's a lot of work. And on top of that, I love engaging with you guys and responding to your comments and responding to as many messages as possible. So if... For whatever reason you've messaged me and I haven't responded I promise it's nothing personal um, and I am really really sorry if I haven't yet but message me again or better yet message my podcast Instagram account y'all are VIP you're listening to my podcast this podcast is literally my baby so uh, you'll have my full attention there and looking forward to chatting and hearing some feedback and recommendations Uh, this week's episode So as most of you know, I went to Mexico this past week and I'm gonna be talking in this episode about that trip, uh, more specifically my Mexico horror story, which you guys are going to die when you hear. uh, And then also sharing some travel tips for Mexico that I kind of picked up along the way. So it's gonna be a really good episode. I'm so excited for you guys to listen. Before we get started though, per usual, we are going to get started with this week's highlights and lowlights. Highlights and lowlights. Starting off with highlights. Uh this past week, I went to something really special. Um I went to an influencer event for one of my favorite makeup brands. Uh one of my favorite makeup brands is Charlotte Tilbury. If you guys know me, I'm a diehard fan of their lip liner. I use it every single day. It's the Lip Cheat Pillow Talk Lip Liner. I always recommend it. Like for the past few years, it's been my number one. And I've been invited to some really cool influencer events in the past, but this is like hands down the coolest one I've been invited to. I felt very special uh and excited. I gotta bring a plus one so I brought my best friend Danielle to the event and I'll give you guys like a little rundown of what it is. So basically the purpose behind having influencer events is to bring social media awareness to a new product or a new line and the brand will host an event for local influencers to come because they know we're going to post about it for free. (laughs) And in exchange, we get to attend a pretty cool party and you know, we get some free products. And more so it's kind of like a networking event for me as well. So I get to go and meet all these other local influencers. I get to connect with a brand, learn about their new products, their new innovations, and also make connections with the people who work for the brand. So hopefully in the long run, I'm able to build a relationship with them that could potentially turn into a paid partnership in the future. So they ha- had this event for Austin influencers and they held it at uh, this beautiful space called Wax Myrtles and I, don't, I believe it's a restaurant, but restaurant slash venue and it's, it's inside of a hotel. So we went to the event, it was so beautiful. They had all these wonderful um, activations and pop-ups throughout the whole space. When we first walked in, we are greeted by this woman who is the director of influencer marketing for Charlotte Tilbury. She was so sweet. She walked Danielle and I around to all the different booths. Um, She taught us about the products and everything. We did some photo ops and stuff. And then like uh, after we had been talking with her for a while, she was like, okay. She's like, I have to tell you, I am such a big fan of you. To me, I was like, oh my God. And she's like, I watched I Love a Mama's Boy. I'm so happy you got away from that guy and his mom. And she's like, I'm obsessed with you. I love you. Like your poise and how strong you were to you know get out of that relationship. And we ended up just talking about the show for a while. And she had all these questions, as I'm sure many of you do, about uh, my ex's mom and and my ex more specifically. And uh, it was really fun to girl chat with her and have her give me her advice and. She's been in very, a very similar situation to me with her ex and uh, things that he did to her during her relationship with him. And yeah, it, was, it felt nice to have a friend and somebody to talk to about those things. So, But was so funny because she totally tried to keep it in that she didn't watch the show. And she was like, no. She was like, I was so excited. I really wanted to make sure you came to this event. And I'm so happy you did. Uh, and that made it more special too because I felt I was kind of nervous going to this event. I don't know why, but it's such a big brand. And with beauty events specifically, the girls that attend are so beautiful and well put together. And it can be pretty intimidating, which is why I wanted to bring a plus one to be there for me. So, but knowing that she watched the show and already knew about me and my story, it made it really cool and made me feel more comfortable. And I love when you guys have questions about things and that we're able to gossip and talk about it. It's so fun for me. Uh, But yeah, so that was a really cool part of the event. Her and I connected and um, exchanged emails and we've been talking since. As for the rest of the event, there was also a a few makeup artists there who who were doing touch-ups for us. Uh, They gave us these beautiful goodie bags filled with products and... um, I'm hosting a giveaway for a bag of products. By the time this episode comes out, I'll be announcing a winner already, but make sure to stay up to date with me on Instagram and TikTok cuz I do post giveaways, you know, for free makeup or gift cards and just fun things like that. You know, I I love going to these events and stuff, but and creating content, but I also you know, it wouldn't mean anything if I didn't have you guys, so I just like giving back. So keep an eye out um, I'll probably be doing another giveaway soon not sure what yet but let me know if you guys have any anything that you're interested in that I could do um, but overall the event was so fun I got a ton of great content I met a lot of incredible influencers in uh, the Austin area and I was able to connect with them and I'm gonna be doing you know a few coffee dates with some of the girls too and It was really special so definitely a big highlight there the other big highlight for me this past week was obviously going to mexico and i'll be using the rest of this episode to talk about that so mexico huge highlight but before i get into that we'll talk through my lowlights one of my lowlights you know and i've talked about this before but if you are on social media if you've even if you're not necessarily an influencer I'm sure at one point, and I pr- I pray that you haven't, but I'm sure at one point, you have encountered a troll, an internet troll, a keyboard warrior, just a bully, and me having the larger platform that I do, it's not major, but I have a bigger audience, and with that comes, you know, the downside to social media. I do get hate emails and DMs and comments and. Whether that's on Facebook or Instagram or TikTok, like it's all over and I try not to let them get to me and they do sometimes of course, but for the most part I don't let them because I know that people who go out of their way to write something nasty about somebody else probably have a lot of own their own issues that they are projecting onto you. So I'm going to read this comment to you guys. Uh, If you're not already, there are several Facebook groups for I Love a Mama's Boy. I also have a group on Facebook for my podcast. So if you're not already in it, request to join. I'd love to have you in there. Uh, But in one of the I Love a Mama's Boy Facebook groups, this lady, I'm going to say her name. And if you're listening, lady, I'm keeping an eye on you. But her name is Anne Van vegton hitchcock okay very specific name i'm sure you can find her uh but she commented on a, a post somebody made a post about me in the group and she commented on it she comments uh they as in the cast members on the show they must not get stylists that help them dress for the show the dresses that kim was wearing did not fit her figure they weren't professional and very tacky because she has gained so much weight since the show started which side note guys, I like was skinnier on season two, whatever. Okay. She continues by saying Kim needs a stylist that can put her in some dresses that actually fit her and won't show all her cellulite and rolls along with her Kardashian booty. Ah. (laughs) Okay. First thought when I see this comment, I'm thinking again, Well, first of all, she said, I've gained weight since the show. If you see what I look like in season one, I was a lot heavier. Regardless, beautiful either way. But my first reaction to her comment was like, what the fuck? Like, it's so rude. Who do you think you are? Like, that really hurt my feelings. Like, I've just felt like this sense of unnecessary guilt about my body. And I love my body. I love who I am. And then after I snapped myself out of it, I was like, no i think a lot of keyboard warriors internet trolls they don't think that the person is going to respond to them so i responded to her message to her comment in a public group i responded i tagged her at Anne van vegton hitchcock i said hi Anne. no we do not get stylists on the show and i did not have tons of money to spend on expensive dresses or clothes to wear that said Please do not body shame me or talk about my or anyone else's weight. Yes, I gained weight during the show because I was stressed as anyone in my position would be. I have since lost weight, but was beautiful then and am beautiful now. And before you write a comment like this again, please remember what my mom always told me growing up. If you have nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all. I wrote something else at the end. I'm looking at the screenshot I took and I think it might've, it might've uh, cropped out, but I think I just said something. I ended it with like, you know, hopefully this comment sits well with you and that you think about that next time you comment about something about somebody in the future. So unnecessary. So she didn't respond. Of course. Shocker. Uh, But the reason I'm telling you about this is because it was a low light for me. Like for some reason, I let this complete stranger on the Internet uh, affect my mood and affect my body image and how I perceive myself. This woman has never met me before. Uh, She saw two seasons of me, which were in total probably four weeks of my life. (laughs) Like really, like we don't film for long. Uh, and it's, and when I say four weeks, the filming is spread out over several months, but accumulated in time. It's, you know, three days of filming here, a few days of filming there, you know, it's, it's a spread out, but it's just interesting to me how much somebody thinks they know me and what I look like and what looks good on me and what doesn't based on, barely anything Uh, it kind of goes hand in hand with last week's episode where i talked about what life has been like since being on reality tv and something that i didn't talk about too much was uh how interesting it is how much people think they know you and what's good for you or what's bad for you based on just seeing your life a glimpse of your life from tv it's really interesting so it was a low light for me because I don't like getting comments like that. I don't like when people comment about my weight. I mean, somebody put, had there was this whole thread that just says like, why is Kim's butt so big? And there were over a hundred comments on it. It's like, are you fucking serious? Like, it's first of all, it's 2022. Are we still really talking about other people's bodies? Why is that still a topic of conversation? And also, every body is so different and so beautiful. So how I handled this situation was I responded to her comment. And then I reshared her comment on my Instagram story because I want people to see that. I want to publicize that, hey, I get shit like this said to me. Here's how I responded. And moral of the story, I put like another story up where I said, how boring would it be if everybody's bodies were exactly the same? How boring would our world be? Like, we need to embrace each other's differences and spread more kindness. And, you know, there are bigger issues to worry about in the world right now than how good a dress looks on me. Yeah, maybe I can't afford $400 dresses for one episode. I went to Ross and I bought some dresses that I liked that I thought were cute, and I wore them. And sure, I might have had, like, some cellulite on my body I might have I do have a big butt like that's just the butt God gave me and yeah I think it's good to shed some light rather than disregarding her comment and just ignoring it that kind of gives her it leaves the power in her hands you know I showcased it hey this is what people are saying and it's not cool and it's not right so if you ever see an internet bully or troll or anything I definitely encourage you to speak up whether that comment is towards you or towards somebody else. Of course, I don't want unnecessary conflict. I don't want that at all. But if there's something that needs to be said, luckily I am a strong person and I don't let comments like that get to me, but you know, I have had times in my life where I've been suicidal. I don't like talking about that. That's like a very dark part of my life. But just transparently speaking, if I was in that stage of my life and I was getting these kinds of comments, imagine how much bigger of a toll it would have taken on my mental health. And then think about other people who might be in a dark time in their life and maybe they're getting comments like this and they're not sticking up for themselves. So I trust your judgment, but you know, when it comes to me, that's how I'm going to handle it. I'm going to stick up to these bullies because it's not okay uh end rant there but fuck that lady uh and all the other trolls out there who are being mean for what why are being mean grow up (laughs) like literally grow up uh that said we are going to shift into the next section of my podcast which will be pretty brief but it is pop culture and current faves Oh my God, I love your skirt. Where did you get it? Gee, thanks. Just it. I see it. I like it. I want it. I got it. Starting off with pop culture, as most of you know, I'm a major TikTok obsessed person. And one of my highlights of this week, um, of course, as most of you know too, I'm a Britney Spears fan, uh, have been since I was old enough to know who Britney Spears was and recently she posted a TikTok video and she did like this sultry rendition of baby one more time and I was shocked at her vocals if you have watched like her throwback you know videos there's videos of her as a little girl and she has this beautiful strong voice with so much range well, when she got into the spotlight and became really popular, they encouraged her to do this baby voice and really limited her range because that's what appealed to the mass. And they didn't let her have that same range that you know Christina Aguilera did and other similar artists. So now that her conservatorship is over, she's finally posting freely, and there's still some skepticism about how free she really is. I won't go down that rabbit hole too much right now, but I did earlier today, and fans are speculating that she, that the wedding, her wedding was fake. Basically, her husband's living at this other house; she's still living at the old house that she used to always post from when her conservatorship was still uh, strong. So, anyways, she recently posted a video though of herself singing "Baby One More Time." With her sultry, deeper voice with all this range, and the background is in her old house, so that's kind of not sitting that well with me. But her voice is so good, and I was shocked. It's not perfect, and I'm no voice expert or anything like that, but it's insane how different her voice is versus the auto tuned, you know, baby voice that we hear. Uh, from her popular songs. It's such a different voice. So we'll see uh, if she continues to post more unfiltered clips of herself singing, I would love that. There's also a rumor, or maybe she posted, I'm not sure, but she wants to perform at the Super Bowl with Madonna and Iggy Azalea, Azalea. Random little grouping, but supposedly that's like her, her ideal group we'll see what happens there personally i just obviously i want i want to hear her singing i love her so much i don't know if she's ready for the super bowl yet i just i don't want her to push herself out of her comfort zone i want her to focus on her mental health and right now i'm not sure of course the only person who can speak for her is herself From an outsider perspective, based on the things that I have seen, I feel like she probably still has some self, some, you know, self-reflection and work to do before she's ready to get back in the music scene. But regardless, very proud of her. I've been loving all of her content. She is so unfiltered. Her Instagram, especially, I'm sure most of us have seen them now. By now, you know, her practically naked pictures and her funny dancing and You know she's just living her best life and I I'm not making fun of her at all. I I love her like number one fangirl I've seen her in concert and She's incredible and she really is an icon. So looking forward to staying updated with more Britney news Uh, The other thing that happened in pop culture it's just this quick little uh, post I saw and if you guys know Simone Biles, uh, she is the Olympic gymnast. She recently revealed that she was offered a coloring book on a flight because the flight attendant thought she was a child. Oh my God! Can you imagine? Obviously, as a gymnast, she is a very small frame, uh, and I get that. Like when I and I'm sure she wasn't. Maybe she wasn't wearing makeup on the plane. I don't know. I know when I'm not wearing makeup, I look like a child too i mean i'm very busty and i don't you can tell i'm a woman but i look more youthful so with her small frame uh i can't say i'm surprised this happened but it's also insulting so i'm pretty sure she took it very lightheartedly and she thought it was more funny but shocking uh can't believe it as for my current fave again this is a TikTok reference but i recently started following This creator called, uh, his handle is at yourprouddad. If you haven't heard of him yet, I definitely recommend looking him up, especially if you have daddy issues like me. Uh, If you don't know, I'm not close with my biological dad. My mom remarried uh, when I was maybe five, five or six, to my stepdad. My stepdad helped raise me until my senior year of high school that's when my mom and stepdad got divorced and my stepdad and I stayed in touch for a few years after but now he doesn't talk to me at all and I think that's kind of strange Uh, he did get somebody pregnant pretty quickly after divorcing my mom after my mom and him chose to divorce each other uh, To to clarify and he started a new family and a whole new life with this you know, other woman and daughter. And, but it's just interesting to me that somebody who raised me, I mean, he was a part of my life for 20 years and him and I don't talk, so that's pretty sad. Uh, but more specifically, I am not close with my biological father. My biological father is uh, just not a good guy. He's very self-centered. You know, not a good father, was never meant to be a father, cares more about himself, and uh, I just, you know, I've, I've chosen to bring him into my life, and I've taken him out of it a few times now, and every time I give him another chance, I just regret it. So, not a great guy, I didn't grow up with, you know, even when my stepdad was raising me, he wasn't necessarily a father figure, or like a dad, like he was a good, like, role model su- supporter but he never gave, you know, life advice or you know, wasn't protective of me or anything like that. So never really had that father daughter relationship before. And this TikTok creator at Your Proud Dad showed up on my for you page. He's a black dad, so obviously he, w- he wouldn't necessarily be my dad. Uh, of course could be my adopted dad which is kind of how I'm thinking of it now but he basically creates content where in describing it probably sounds so cringy but I watched like the first video I watched of him put me to tears so what he does is he gets he orders takeout or you know makes dinner and he makes makes two plates of food and he puts one plate in front of the phone so you can see the plate it looks like you're eating dinner with him. He puts the other plate in front of him. It could be a meal or snacks or you. I don't know, but that's what he kind. That's his little setup. You know, he takes you to the park with him, or you're sitting at the dinner table, and he'll just ask questions like, you know, oh here, here's your food. He'll put the food in front of you. What's going on, like? And he gives you time to like respond in your head. It's kind of like an episode of Blue's Clues. Remember how Steve would be like, oh, where's the clue? And you would respond. And then he'd be like, wow, you found the clue. Great job. This, this your proud dad kind of does the same thing. So he'll ask you like, what's been on your mind lately? And he'll give you some time to respond. Oh, that's really interesting. Well, how, do, how is that like making you feel? And he basically has, like, a full conversation and, like, gives you some life advice. And as somebody who didn't grow up with that father figure, it kind of hit a heartstring for me. My mom was great, you know, like, my mom and I have a great relationship. But it's just different, you know, because I never had a dad. And so I fell into a rabbit hole reading all the comments. And this is something that affects, like, it's not just girls, like, you know, there's guys that have, like, I feel like I'm talking to a dad, or maybe somebody lost their parent. And for some reason, this creator I mean, he has like I think four million followers, he's just kind of placed his way in our hearts, and it's really special. So I'll stop ranting about that. But if you have a chance, I definitely recommend checking it out. Go into it judgment free, it is cheesy. But it's really sweet and I think that's so cool and uh, a niche that I didn't really think needed to be filled and it, yeah, he's just killing it. I love him. So check him out. Uh, Now we are going to move on into the main portion of this podcast episode. My Mexico trip recap, my horror story, and... Some Mexico summer travel tips so this past week I took a trip with two of my girlfriends so Danielle uh, that I mentioned earlier this is the Danielle that lives here in Austin and we also went with her brother's girlfriend winter and I'd met winter a few times before and was really excited to get to know her more on this trip and I'm so glad I did she is an angel super talented dancer too. check her out on instagram check out danielle as well i'll i'm tagging them in all my posts so feel free to creep but i went with those two girls to cancun mexico it's been years since i've been on a vacation i've gone on little trips here and there maybe for work or just for like a quick weekend maybe to vegas or something but a true vacation i haven't taken probably since my last relationship. And, you know, there's several reasons why, but mostly it's just money. You know, I haven't had the time and financial ability to give myself a, the treat of a vacation. My life, you know, I always post doing these cool things and, uh, you know, I just want to be very clear. Like, I, you know, I still struggle financially with things. I still... I am paying for everything on my own and vacations are a luxury for myself as I'm sure for many others and one thing with social media is you might see people posting on all these cool incredible trips all the time and you feel like why can't I do that or maybe you're seeing my post I never want any of my posts to make you feel any negative sort of way I am spamming my social media with my Mexico trip because I worked so hard to go on this vacation and I did take a lot of pictures and I'm not trying to brag. I'm just like so excited that I finally have been able to, to do this for myself and with my girlfriends. So just wanted to throw that out there before I'm going to, you know, talk about how amazing my trip was. I'm going to talk about how horrible it was at times and then give you guys some tips and stuff as well. So basically my girlfriends and I wanted to go to Mexico. Danielle was you know, it was her idea initially and she booked the accommodation for us going into it. We knew that the Resort that we were staying at an all-inclusive resort. We knew that the reviews weren't that great. Okay, I'll start out by saying that but We were just excited to be right on the water. You know, the pictures of the resort were stunning And we're like, we're with each other. You know, I've stayed at Motel 8's. I just need somewhere to lay my head at night and some water and a beautiful beach to enjoy. So that's kind of the mindset we went in with. You know, we're going on this trip, doing it very budget friendly. We flew Spirit Airlines, weirdly enough. The easiest flight ever. Uh, Of course, you know, you have to pay for the snacks and the drinks on the flight and another downside is that the there's not very much leg room so you know but if you're doing a short trip for me from austin to cancun it was two and a half hours so it really wasn't that bad and i think if you are doing a longer trip i'd recommend a nicer airline but for us it did the trick it was easy my one complaint uh fun fact spirit airline employees most of the time, uh, the employees that work at the check-in, the, the bag drop-off before you even go through security, those are the same spirit employees that are actually on your flight with you, or they're the employees who are on the flight prior. So, you know, we get to the airport, we gave ourselves plenty of time, maybe like three to, I think we gave, we gave ourselves like four hours to get through. Because I've been seeing all these horror stories of people saying like, I got to the airport four hours ahead and I still missed my flight. My sister and I went to Oregon a few weeks ago to visit our mom and same thing. We gave ourselves hours to get through security and we barely made it on our flight. So with this flight to Cancun, we gave ourselves plenty of time. We got to the airport. I think four hours ahead because summer travel has been so crazy. And you guys, uh, we got there. We ended up standing in line for an hour without moving. Why? Uh, because there were no Spirit employees working at the desk. So come to find out, those uh, Spirit employees will not. They are not required to be at that front. Gate, you know, or sorry, front desk to drop your bags. They're not required to be there until two hours before the flight, you before your flight's going out. So the poor people who got there first, they were probably at the front of the line for two hours, just standing completely still, not moving. The line, we were probably like the sixth or seventh group in line. Uh, the line built so much behind us. So I'm still glad we got there in time. Only complaint though, we did have to wait for an hour. Just to drop our bags. Once we dropped our bags, security took less than 10 minutes. Got to our gate. You know, we got some snacks. We shared stories. Hung out. Chilled. We weren't rushed at all. It was super low-key. So, if you're traveling, I mean, it's really a hit or miss. I mean, I don't want to say, you know, don't go early. Because what if you miss your flight? I don't know. But we did do an international flight. We could have gotten there an hour ahead of time and we would have been fine. So that was kind of annoying. Otherwise the flight itself was fine. A flying spirit is not bougie. I mean, you have to pay for your bags too. Uh, we paid for ours ahead of time, but it was fine. I mean, I talked to you guys, I think on last week's episode or the episode before about how horrible my Southwest flight was. So coming from that experience, where I was sitting next to a pervert and had no air conditioning the whole flight, versus this one, this felt like uh, flying first class. (laughs) It was totally fine. Once we got to Mexico, uh, I feel this is where our horror story kind of begins. So we get to the resort. We had, you know, scheduled our car ahead of time. So we had somebody to pick us up from the airport once we got, once we landed uh got to the resort and the resort is huge it has this really stunning lobby that's kind of a uh, it's like a botanical garden kind of thing it's beautiful but so humid there's oh no air conditioning and I'll pause here for a second and say that I read all the reviews ahead of time and I told my friends I'm like guys like You know, there's pretty bad reviews about this place. I was already pretty nervous, but again, I was trying to be optimistic. We're doing it on a budget, so, you know, kept my, bit my tongue. So we check in. We had a hard time finding our room. Finally found our room. Uh, We walked around the resort a little bit, and there were a lot of kids. uh, A lot of really, really elderly folk, which was interesting, but a lot of kids. And, you know, we walk around, we look at the beach. Oh my God, it's beautiful. You know, it was so exciting just to even see the ocean because I haven't seen the ocean since last October. So that was great. But we're like, all right, let's go grab something to eat. All-inclusive resort. So we go to one of the restaurants. We order our food. Uh, I ask for some bottled water. You would think I'm asking for a piece of gold, they looked at me like I was crazy. And they're like, we don't have bottled water. I was like, okay, what about bottled Coke? We don't have bottled Coke. I said, what about canned Coke? No canned. I said, what about anything that comes in a bottle or a can? No, we don't have anything. I said, okay, I'm, I'm good, <laughs> good on drinks. Order our food. I ordered a quesadilla. My friend ordered flautas. And my other friend is vegan and she ordered vegan tacos. So our food comes out. Mine looks okay. It's like a (laughs) microwave quesadilla. My friend's flouches come out. Those look pretty good. My vegan's friend food comes out and there's cheese. It's smothered in cheese. More like, uh, hi, like I'm so sorry, but can we can we get this, you know, without cheese on it? And they were so annoyed. And also, like, one of the employees made a rude comment to me, too, when I asked for bottled water. He was like, oh, do you want pool water instead? Like, it was just weird, okay? Weird energy in this place. So they take her food back. I'm nibbling on my quesadilla. It tastes like crap. My friend puts a fork into one of her flautas. It's like a rock. She can't even cut through it. She spits it out, and she's not a picky eater at all. My vegan friend, her food comes back out and she had guacamole on her plate also. So the food comes out, the guacamole is steaming hot. The cheese, you could tell, was just scraped off and they just popped that in the microwave. So we barely eat, we're kind of laughing. We're like, what the fuck? Like, what are we getting ourselves into? It's all inclusive, let's go eat somewhere else. You know, so we hung out for a little bit and then we left. And we're like, let's walk around the property a little bit, try to find somewhere else to eat. So we're walking around, and then we kind of start noticing like, okay, here are some like real issues going on. We're walking through the property, it's dirty. There are uh, peacocks everywhere, which was really strange. But with that, there was poop everywhere. One of the poops that we saw, I'm not being dramatic, like, and this is grossing me out. Just saying it, it looked like human poop, and I'm pretty sure it was, because there was like babies and children running around. Like, uh, it was gross. So we keep walking. uh, At this at this point, we're noticing how dirty and gross everything is. There's this smell that keeps coming. It keeps coming in and out and lingering throughout the whole property. It smelled like urine and feces it was bad really bad so at this point none of us have an appetite you know but we you know we're walking around and we go back to the room and we're like well let's let's take some like sunset pictures um you know maybe 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 we're just tired from traveling benefit of the doubt so we go back to our room you know we change into swimsuits and you know, we wanted to go down to the water and take pictures and you know put our feet in the sand. And you know, we get changed as we're leaving. We notice there's no lock on the door. We're like, what? So there's no lock on the door. You know, we we reported it. They're like, there's nothing we can do. We can't change your rooms, like it's so unhelpful. So we're stressed. We go down to the water, take a few pictures, whatever there's employees there and they are harassing us sexually harassing us making noises saying things to us that are super inappropriate and we're like jesus can we catch a break so we end up walking around the property more and we're just at this point we're just like we just need to go to bed so we keep walking and uh we're walking across what they have like bridges that go over all the pools. So we're crossing across one of these bridges, and these two, this guy's like walking towards me, and this man is beautiful. He is, and I had just told the girls my type because Winter was like, Kim, what's your type? Like, let's find you a guy. This is when we were still being optimistic about the trip. I was like, oh, you know, I like young, I usually like younger guys, you know, it depends. Uh, some old, it depends. You know, I like older guys too, but you know, younger guy, olive skin, brown hair, good smile. And then Danielle's like, if, if his dad looks like he plays like, or if he like goes to like a country club, like that's her type, like just like clean cut. And so we're walking and we took our pictures, whatever. And this guy's walking towards me and he's beautiful, olive skin, dark hair, perfect smile, tall. And he goes right past my friends and comes right up to me and like is like, hey, like, what's your name? He's like, you're so beautiful, and like not in like a creepy way. And he just like, what are you, what are you guys up to tonight? Like we should. My friends had like kind of walked forward a little bit, and so him and I end up talking for like ten minutes. He's being super flirty. Uh, he plays lacrosse for. Uh, the Mexico team like professional lacrosse and he goes to Yale all this stuff checks out too like I did my creeper research on this guy and so nice so he's like let's hang out my friends come over and then his friend comes over too and I don't need to go too much into detail but his friend ends up like swooping on me and I was very much into the original friends and the other friend like starts putting his arm around me not like in a gross way but like like oh like what where are you from like oh you're so beautiful um like I don't even remember exactly what he was saying but I was clearly interested in the other guy and the other guy was interested in me uh long story short they invited us to go out clubbing with them and I did not go on this vacation to go clubbing if I want to go out and drink I'm gonna do it safely in my own country I've been partying in Mexico before it's not the safest for women it's just not but they were trying, so we end up, we kept walking us like a group and, you know, the guy's walking with me and he's like, I really want you to come. And we're just small talking for like, I don't know, a while. And then we walk past some live music and he like starts dancing with me and twirls me around. It's so cute. I have like a video of us dancing and I fell in love with this man. But he was like, oh my gosh, I forgot my room key uh, at the chairs that we were sitting at when I first saw you. Um, I might to go get them, and then his friend got super mad at him and was like, "Well, I'm gonna go hang out with Kimberly like, and I was like, "No, you're not coming back with me. <laughs> Sorry, So basically, we got rid of both the guys. uh nothing came of it. you know, I have the guy on Instagram now again, he goes to Yale, like, you know I'm not it's not gonna be anything, but the reason I tell you guys this is because it's the one. Kind of good thing to come out of the experience at the hotel we were at, which I don't know if I mentioned. It was the Grand Oasis Cancun. So we say bye to the boys. We go back to the room. And we kind of game plan. We're like, we're obviously not going to go clubbing. (laughs) Like, I don't want to go clubbing. I was like, we need to get out of this hotel. Like, we have been harassed by the employees. There's no lock on the door. Our bed... Our beds did not have blankets on them. There was one sheet. That's it. Uh, There was poop everywhere. The food was really bad. So we call the, we use our phone. Oh, and the Wi-Fi didn't work either. So we use our, the phone in our room to try to call the front desk. At this point, it's like 11. I would say like 11. because we landed pretty late in the afternoon. So it was like 11. Nobody's answering. The phone doesn't even work. We try using the emergency phone number. It doesn't work. Miraculously, one of the girl's phones worked, and we ended up calling her parents because we tried calling Expedia. Like we, we were trying to figure everything out. Without going into too much detail until maybe 1 or 2 in the morning, we were on the phone with Expedia for hours. They weren't able to get a hold of anybody at the front desk every time they were, They would get hung up on or they would say like, well, we we don't speak English. We can't help you. And it was this huge fiasco. We talked to one of the other girl's parents and she was, they were like, we don't feel safe. You guys don't even have a lock on your door. So we barricaded the doors and we were on ground level too. So there was a sliding glass door and the door with no lock. Neither of them were secured. So we barricaded the doors with luggage, with the table and chairs that were in the room and none of us slept well like we were all so anxious sick to our stomachs we made the pact we're like by 12 o'clock tomorrow 12 noon we will be at a new hotel we will be safe like that was what was getting us through so we woke up super early this is like the backstory behind these instagram pictures i love it uh we woke up early i was like i need to get Like, let's get up early, get a few pictures done on the beach while we're on this beach. And we also didn't have any cell service in our room, so we had to leave the room anyways. Basically, we were able to get our room refunded for our safety. And Expedia refunded us. We were able to rebook our room at the SLS Cancun, which is... You know, um, a great hotel chain. They're owned. I'm pretty sure they're owned by Marriott. And they have a location in Beverly Hills that I've been to before. It's just, it's a good brand. It's a comfort brand. It is not all-inclusive. But at this point, we're like, you get what you pay for. So it was like $100 more a night. We're like, let's do it. Happy to say that by noon the next day, We were sitting at the SLS hotel, eating a beautiful lunch, drinking bottles, waters, and all checked into our new room. It was uncomfortable though. Like even just trying to leave the property because we had other, other verbal altercations with employees as well. And I can speak Spanish like decently well. And I'm a very polite person. I'm not a Karen. I'm like, You know, I just explained what's going on. Like, and everybody was very rude. Even as we were trying to leave the property, they're like, well, why are you leaving? Where are you going? Like, we're not telling you where we're going. It was so strange. We finally got to the SLS property. We walked in. We were greeted with margaritas, like complimentary, complimentary margaritas. The staff was so nice, so respectful, so not creepy, not harassing us. We checked into our room. The room was beautiful. It was huge. We had plush robes and slippers and air conditioning and perfect Wi-Fi. We had a great food and drinks the whole time. The pool was stunning. Again, the staff was great. And the beach was private and empty. And it was amazing. We drank strawberry daiquiris and pina coladas. Uh... We didn't go clubbing or anything. We were actually closer to the strip, and we were like, no, like, we just want to, after what we just went through the night before, because none of us slept well either, we just wanted to, you know, shoot our social media content, swim, drink, relax, listen to music. And that's what we did. We laid around, we told stories, and laughed, and had such a good time. It's insane. How big of a deal or how much of a difference the hotel or the property you're staying at influences your experience. Same people, same city, completely different experience being at this property. I like cannot recommend it enough, not sponsored or anything. Obviously I would love to be now that I've like stayed at an SLS property. It was like, I can't wait to go again. It was so much fun. Uh, and again, the rooms were so nice. Uh, so on on our second night at this property, everybody was like, let's go. Everybody at the hotel was like, are you guys gonna go dancing? And we're like, no. We all took long, hot showers. We watched uh, the Jungle Cruise. We ordered room service. We put on our robes and our slippers. It was amazing. It was so nice. And then we watched the sunset on the beach. It kind of felt like a little romantic, kind of like couples getaway kind of thing, but so fun. If you're looking to a party and you don't care about where you're staying, sure, stay at the other place. Even then I wouldn't even recommend it. But if you really want something that you're gonna feel safe, like we were able to drink the water, drink the ice. I didn't shit myself. Like everybody was like, bring amodium, bring pepto you're gonna get so sick. I have an extremely weak stomach ask my mom I always got sick as a kid I've always gotten sick as an adult if I try anything new the weakest stomach I did not get sick once not once I got sunburned but that's on me I forgot to put sun I forgot to apply sunscreen uh and I got like a little nauseous from like being in the sun but from the food and the drinks no it's totally totally fine uh a few other exciting things about this property. They're dog friendly. So they had like the cutest dogs running around the property. They were so sweet and they were all like very well behaved. Like Louis would have thrived. He would have loved it so much. And then they also had all these Instagram spots to take mirror pictures and everything, which probably isn't that big de- big of a deal to most people. But for somebody like me, like that's so cool. And then they also had for free paddle boards and kayaks that you could use. And then you could also rent jet skis through this third party that was perched up on the beach as well. So, so cool. Again, it was the SLS Cancun, such a beautiful place. Do not stay at the Grand Oasis Cancun. I cannot emphasize that enough. Horrible place. Uh, but the SLS was amazing, the staff was good, the beach was amazing, so much fun. Can't recommend it enough. Uh, now I'm going to shift on into kind of like my travel tips, which I feel you can apply to other trips as well. Some of these are more Mexico specific, but let's jump on in. Whether you have traveled a lot or you've traveled like not very much at all, I feel like... Most of these tips are gonna be pretty helpful, especially if you are taking a trip out of the country anytime soon. So let's jump right in. Uh, number one, biggest lesson I learned is to check the reviews, which I did, of course. Uh, check the reviews before traveling, but more importantly, to trust them, okay? their reviews for a reason. Yelp is a great platform to use for reviews, people provide pictures and you can really see what your experience is going to look like before you actually go. As I learned from my experience at the Grand Oasis Cancun, the website will put their best foot forward and they're going to post the best pictures that they have of the property. No crowds, perfectly clean pools, blankets and locks in the room. Uh, but. When you go to Yelp, you see the real reviews uh, based on people's real-life experiences, and those are the things that you need to trust. Next is the fact that it's worth it to spend the extra money to stay somewhere with those good reviews. When it came to the trip to Mexico, it really, in the grand scheme of things, wasn't that much more. We It was like $100 extra a night to stay at a nice hotel no, the hotel was not all-inclusive, but to be able to eat the food and drink the beverages, that's priceless. You're not worrying about getting sick. You're, not, you're worried about your safety, and it's just worth it to spend those extra pennies, extra dollars, really, uh, to have a good time because your time is what's the most valuable. And if you're spending your time somewhere that you're not having the best experience, you're losing more money than, it's, than it was even worth. Uh, The next tip is to give yourself time at the airport, as I mentioned, but not too much time, clearly. We ended up sitting there for hours, waiting to board. Uh, If you are like me, I like getting to the airport early. I like having time to go to the bathroom because I usually have an upset stomach. I get nervous before I travel. I like having time to get my snacks. I like having time to get through the line. I just don't like being rushed because I think it starts out your trip on a bad note if you're already stressed, but not too much time. Clearly we overcompensated for time. We were there way too early. I believe there's an app or something, maybe on the website that tells you the TSA line, like wait time, kind of like Disneyland, how you have like the wait time for the rides. I think they have something like that now. So look into it you know, trust your best judgment with that and with your local airport. The next tip is to have your hotel arrange the safe transportation for you and your friends or family to and from the airport so you can call the hotel ahead of time. Get that all set up. With Mexico specifically, Uber is very dangerous. Several people told me this and I believe it taxis are actually safer because they are required to sign you in and out of your hotel and in and out of your property so people you know your your location is always known by somebody so if you're in mexico i can't speak for other countries but mexico specifically use taxis have your hotel coordinate it for you and then you just don't have to worry about it The next is to bring snacks and medicine. This is an obvious one, but I'm a major fan of snacks. If you're not liking the food or if your stomach is getting upset from trying new food, it's good to have those snacks from home that you know your stomach is gonna do well with. And in our case, the food at the first property was literally inedible, and so my dinner was Wheat Thins and a Ritz little Ritz crackers, and that's okay. My stomach was like cool. Like I know what this tastes like This is gonna sit just fine on your tummy. So Obviously have some snacks or if you get hangry have some snacks medicine in Mexico Imodium pepto Tylenol Tylenol p.m. Like if you like are anxious about sleeping if you're not getting good night's sleep like pop that Tylenol p.m. Let it help you sleep Uh, What else did I bring? I think that's it. I was also about to start my period. So I brought my doll band-aids, you know, just like, it sounds like a lot, but you truly just never know. And with traveling like headaches, I don't know, maybe I'm just a mom, but it's better to be safe than sorry. The next tip is if you are, you know, if you care about your social media or if you're a content creator like me and you plan on doing social media while you're on the trip, a really good tip is to plan out your content ideas and locations ahead of time. So examples of like things that I did as I saw, uh, videos on my TikTok feed, like, oh, that would be really cute for me to do in Mexico or like that would be cute to do on the airplane or this would be cute for me and my friends to do together, I would save those videos into a folder on TikTok. And so once I was ready to do the trend, I would just open up that folder, click the audio, boom, do it. It's done within five minutes. I'm not sitting there scrolling, scrolling, trying to find a good audio. I've already had it scheduled and planned, you know, for for weeks. It's like ready to go. And it saves you time. You're not sitting there stressing being on your phone. You're able to get the content done and then enjoy the rest of your day. Another thing uh, you can do is Look at the Instagram account for the property you're staying at. Look at their tagged photos. Look at their location tag. See where other people are taking pictures and get a good idea, like a good idea of the lay of the land, where you want to take your pictures, where you want to shoot your content. Uh, and just it just helps you kind of get prepared and like get a better vision for what you want to get out of your trip. And again, that's spending less time of you walking around the property and figuring out what you want to shoot and where you want to shoot it you kind of already know another thing is to outfit plan I'm sure if you're not like big on social media you're like geez this is like a little much I'm going on vacation I'm going to relax it doesn't matter what I wear for me like this was a vacation but I'm also working you know I love having you guys a part of it I love creating fun content for you guys and I am a planner and I am like Fairly OCD when it comes to what I look like and not that I have to look perfect, but I want to create good eye-catching content for you guys. So outfits are a big part of that. I ordered all my outfits ahead of time. I already knew what I was going to be wearing on the trip. And that just helped me because I didn't have to think about it once I was there. Everything was already folded up, rolled, and, you know, ready to go. Uh, The last thing I will say is if you are... uh, You know, on the topic of content creating, I want to just say, like, don't be embarrassed to shoot content in front of people or shoot videos or TikToks or anything. And it can be scary. Like, if you haven't taken pictures, you know, on a tripod in front of people, oh my gosh, it is, like, so nerve-wracking. I always felt so judged when I first started doing it. And people will judge you no matter what. They'll judge you if you're sitting there eating and, you know, not doing anything. They'll judge you if you are taking pictures on a tripod. You want to get that content, get that content. Uh, Because it's your trip, you know. If you want to spend time doing that, do it. Uh, I will say, my girlfriends and I were laying out on the beach. I had my tripod. I wasn't even shooting content. It actually, actually was like folded down to its lowest height and it was just sitting to the side of me because I had already shot my content I was done but I didn't want to lay it flat in the sand so it's just kind of sitting there kind of like it was short like it wasn't six feet tall it was maybe like a foot off the ground this couple walks by and the lady looks at my tripod and scoffs I didn't hear this happen otherwise I would have like said something to her but I was um you know, I was like playing on my phone, whatever, but my friend heard her, heard it and saw the whole thing happen. She looked at me, looked at the ring light and scoffed. I will say when I bring my ring light out to the beach, I'm not turning the ring light on. Okay. I feel like that's pretty common sense. Uh, I just use it for us. It's more of like, it's a stand for my phone. I don't have it plugged in. There's no plug. This lady walks by, and she scoffs, and she looks at me, and she's like, is there not enough light out here for her to take her pictures? Oh, rude. Are you serious? Like, first of all, you're an idiot. Cause obviously, I don't have the ring light on, there's no outlet. But also, like, it's so interesting to me because, like, again, I wasn't, like, mad. I was just like, why are you judging? We're all on vacation. Like, You have this beautiful beach around you and your thought that you're putting out into the universe is judging me for playing on my phone and my tripod, not, wow, babe, look at this beautiful beach. I'm so happy I'm here. You know, it's just negativity coming out of this lady. So clearly she has her own issues to worry about. But the bigger picture is when people do judge influencers or even just normal people, for taking pictures out in public what's so interesting to me is the other side of it the people that are judging those people for taking the pictures are probably the people who are consuming the content they're the ones who are on the other side watching these videos being made and they love consuming the content on social media but don't don't you think they wonder like like how is this content being made i don't know if that's making sense but like just think about it like you're judging me for making the content but you're the one consuming my content so why are you mad that I'm filming? do you think influencers just don't create content in public like for the thousands and millions of thousands of videos that are out there it's just an interesting thing to think about so anyways if you're gonna shoot content no matter who you are just do it bring your ring light do your thing you look hot embrace it. You're having, you're making memories. Like you want to cherish those memories, you know, like, come on. Uh, the next tip is, uh, for your safety, make sure you share your location. Uh, Oh, I wrote, sorry, I'm looking at my notes right now. Make sure you don't share your location until you are actually gone off the property. So, two sides to it. Make sure you share your location with family members and your friends so they know where you're at at all times. But also, when you're posting on social media, don't tag your location or any of those things until you're actually gone. Insider secret, (laughs) you guys, I'm still posting my content from my Mexico trip today, like as I'm recording this right now, but I'm recording here in Texas. Like I'm recording my podcast right now, sitting in my apartment. Because for my safety, I'm not gonna show the world, hey, I'm staying at this hotel. How dangerous would that be? You know, I'm not gonna do that. So, a little insider tip. I'm sorry if you feel bamboozled, but it's just for my safety. I recommend that to everybody. Never post where you're at when you're actually there, because it's just not safe. And you never know what weirdos are watching you. Next tip. Pack some aloe vera guys, if you burn easily. I forgot to bring aloe vera and I forgot to put sunscreen on because I got way too drunk on the beach off of my strawberry daiquiris and pina coladas, living my best life. And my butt cheeks are so red. It is the color of a lobster. And I had to spend like way too much money on aloe vera. So just pack it if you burn easily. The next tip is, if you're staying at a good hotel, you are able to drink the water, you're able to drink the ice, and life is good. So again, spend that extra money if you can. I think if you can't, wait until you can. It's gonna make your experience so much better to stay somewhere nicer, where you can actually enjoy your day and not have to be paranoid about water or food or safety. The next tip, uh, this is more for Mexico specifically. I'm not sure how it is for other countries. Uh, Well, this one, okay, this is for all countries. For all countries, make sure you hold on to that immigration form. When you're first entering the new country, you're going to get a form that you have to fill out. They'll rip off one side of it, and they'll give that to you. So make sure you keep that form. Now, for Mexico specifically, I... Nowhere online did this did it say this, but you actually have to wear a mask, a face mask for COVID. You have to wear a face mask in the Mexico airport. So just bring one just in case we didn't have any because we you know, it wasn't written anywhere that you had to have a face mask. So we had to buy them at the airport. They were like $3 a piece, and if you think about how many people are traveling nobody was wearing face masks and we all now at three dollars a pop have to buy face masks and there are thousands of people going in and out of that airport every day think about how many how much money they're making off that like it's it's just crazy interesting interesting thing to think about so make sure you bring your face mask and then my last tip for you guys is just to uh, remember to have fun Uh, if you are heavily focused on social media like me, make sure to force yourself to take time away from your phone. Flip your phone over, put it in your bag. Take that time to relax and enjoy the moment. And also take pictures just for the memories. They don't have, Not everything has to be curated. I have so many pictures on my phone of us just being goofy and those all make it on my fake Instagram account which don't feel left out. I only have like 10 friends on that Instagram account. It's just family and my best friends, but you know, just take those goofy pictures and you know, have a good time. Let loose. You're on vacation. You deserve the trip. And that's something that I kind of had to reflect on because at, at times during the trip, I felt like Anxious about spending money or like undeserving of this trip. And I was like, why am I having these negative thoughts? Like I deserve a vacation. I haven't been on a vacation in so long. And if you're the same way as me, like Embrace it. Have a good time. We all deserve it. We have all Regardless of what's going on in your life right now we've all been through it the past couple years and it's just good to treat yourself sometimes and let yourself live in the moment, not stress, not have a care in the world, just be sipping some pina coladas on the beach and yeah, just have, you know, a moment to appreciate yourself and everything that you have overcome to get to the point to where you're at now, you know, anyways, that, that's it guys. That was my Mexico trip. It came and went so fast, but I'm glad that the trip turned around the way it did. Can you imagine if I would have stayed at the Grand Oasis Cancun? No. The SLS was incredible. Shout out to Expedia for handling all that for us. Uh, Very, very, very stressful, but the trip turned around and we had such a good time. I feel relaxed. I feel rejuvenated, ready to really take on this week I'm gonna jump back into like my routine working out I'm so happy to be back home with Louie uh, he stayed with my sister while I was gone and he loves her he has had such a good time with her uh, but it's nice to be home and I miss Texas I miss America being out of the country definitely does make you appreciate here you know I know our country has a lot of flaws but nothing nothing's better than home you know it, it really is so I hope you guys had a great week. If you have any vacations you're looking forward to or if you just went on one, I hope you had or have the best time. I know I did and I just feel so grateful and even more so grateful for all of you guys for listening. Uh, I'm trying to get back to all my DMs and everything, but today's been like my recap day. I did all my laundry, went grocery shopping, hung out with Louie, watched a little bit of a TV show. And now I'm filming my podcast and I wanted to catch you guys up on the whole trip. I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode. If you had any questions about the things I talked about again, send me a DM and a follow on Instagram at Kimberly Cobb or, and, or at my lips aren't sealed podcast. I'll be sharing new podcast episodes every week on Spotify, Apple podcasts, and YouTube. If you've enjoyed listening, please make sure to hit that follow or subscribe button or send me over a donation on my Cash App again, which is linked in this podcast description and in the bio, the link in my bio on all my social media platforms. A dollar, five dollars, no dollars. Doesn't matter. I love you guys. Thanks so much for the support. I hope you guys have a great week. Uh, Thanks again so much for tuning in and we will chat more next week.